Hey folks, welcome to Spooky Appalachia. Joining me today is our friend Julie. Hello, how is everybody? Uh, she's joining us again today. As you all may know, she's been on here several times. She's got a, a pretty awesome story that happened to her in Blacksburg, Virginia, back in, we think it's 2002, I believe. It, yeah, somewhere in there. Somewhere in there. And uh, if you've been following, we've, we've had a couple, let's see, we filmed a couple locations in Blacksburg, Virginia, the Alexander House and the Lyric. And... Um, now we've got a story from Blacksburg, so definitely would love to get some stories from Blacksburg. Uh, there, there's uh, the the town of Blacksburg. Um, I forget what the name of the company is, but they do, they're doing that a uh, uh, a ghost tour and any stories from Blacksburg, Virginia. I'll I'll send over to them and they can use it for their ghost tour next year. They used some this year, but uh, they're doing it again next year too. Um, well, Julie, do you wanna do you wanna share that awesome story with us? Sure. Okay. So I was delivering mail in Blacksburg, and this was in approximately two thousand and two or so. I, I can't remember which year exactly, but it was somewhere in in the early two thousands. Anyway, I was carrying mail on a downtown route, like on Main Street, and the route was divided into um, different sections called walking loops, which is where you would have designated areas and you would, you know, park the, your, the postal vehicle and then get out and, you know, and, and walk a loop around, a big circle around and make deliveries and then mm -hmm. end up back at your vehicle and then move on to the next walking loop. So, so anyway, it's divided into different sections, the walking loops. and. This particular loop, um, we would park at what was at the time a bookstore for Virginia Tech. And it was located on the corner right across Main Street from a church building. Um, I think it was originally a Presbyterian church in Blacksburg, but it um, now houses the Cabo Fish House. But at that time, it, um, it was a bar in this old church. And now that particular loop... Um, would loop down Main Street and then go across Main Street and go up uh, there's a kind of a block or two down, you know, called Roanoke Street, if anybody's familiar with the area, and then you go up about a block or so and then hang a right and go for about another block down church. Anyway, basically would just make a big loop around, come down, this little church building would sit on the corner of Main Street and Lee Street. So we'd come down Lee Street for about a block or so back down to the Main Street and this church building would be the last stop. So basically, it's one. I would make one big loop behind where Cabo is, and then come down Lee Street. Back then, in in the back part of the parking lot of what's now the Cabo Fish, um, kind of in between Cabo and what's now um, the Blacksburg Tavern, there was this tiny little white building that once housed a taxi cab company. But in the early two thousands, it served you know as an office to the bar. That was where Cabo is now. On the front of this little building by the front door was where the mailbox for the bar and for the lady who ran the bar was located. Now, the lady that ran that bar had these three big old guard dogs. I mean, let me tell you, them dogs were quite protective of that little office, that property, and that lady. And I had made it a habit to look as I was coming down Lee Street 
because you would approach Lee Street and you would approach from the you know the back of this building and I could see the whole back of it, the parking lot. And so I made a habit as I'm walking down that street and approaching this church building to see if the dogs were out because I didn't encounter the dogs before and they're on protective mode and you know I really didn't you know want to take any chances with the dogs out. And the lady had also said, you know, if they were out, you know, it's probably best to avoid them because, I mean, they were guard dogs. Well, this particular day, it was a summer day, Saturday. Um, you know, I was walking down, doing my usual. And I'm looking through there, and I took a look to see if the dogs were out. And I didn't see any of them anywhere. So, thinking that the coast was clear, I walked across the parking lot behind the old church building. Walked up. Now, this little building had... Two little concrete steps up to it. You can't even really call it a porch because basically it was just steps up to the door made of concrete. So I walked up the two steps up onto this tiny, not even a porch, to the top step, placed the mail that they had for the, that day at the bar into their mailbox, and then turned around to start back down the steps. Now at this point, I looked down to, you know, watch my footing, and right there, sniffing my ankle, was one of them guard dogs, big old German Shepherd. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you, I about died right there on the spot. I have no idea where he came from or where he'd been when I came walking down the parking lot, but he had basically done crept up on me and had me cornered on that tiny little porch. Well, I thought, well, I'd start to try to sweet talking because, you know, I usually have a good way with animals. So I start trying to sweet talk, and I'm like, hey, boy, how are you? What a good and handsome boy you are, you know? I somehow managed to ease down the steps and was slowly backing away, meanwhile trying to pull my mail satchel because mail, mail carriers were trained. You know, when there's a dog like that, you just kind of use your satchel and stuff to help shield you. Meanwhile, you know, I'm, I'm just slowly backing away, hoping the lady will come out and call her dog, <laughs> um, sweet talking him, you know, trying to, I don't know, make buddies with him or something. I'm thinking maybe he won't eat me if I'm his friend, you know. Yeah. So I'm backing up, trying to ease my way away from this dog. But every step I took, that dog stayed right with me, crouched down, that lip curled in a snarl, showing me his teeth. He only heard one little low growl. Now, let me tell you something about dogs. About it, the winter before that, I had actually was bit by a dog up in Blacksburg on the mail route. And I wasn't, you know, in any hurry to go through that again. But I'll tell you something I learned about dogs. A dog that's going to bite you doesn't really bark or make a sound. They are, like, eerily quiet. And um, they told us in the Carrier Academy that's because a barking dog is an unsure dog. A dog that's going to bite you is already sure what it's going to do. So it doesn't really make a sound. And I believe that's true because they're so creepy. They'll creep right up on you like that with the lip curled. So anyway, this dog is you know, right there at me. So I'm, I kept backing up and backing up. So I back across the parking lot towards Main Street, fighting every urchin just turn and run because, you know, that's what I wanted to do. But I knew that if I started running or made any kind of a sudden move, well, that would probably be a mistake. <laughs> and, you know, I didn't want to do that either. So I kept backing away, aware that I was soon going to be up to the sidewalk on Main Street and then would have no place to go except into busy Saturday summer morning main street in blacksburg Dang. i could hear the cars going past me behind me and i was getting more scared by the second i'll tell you and i'm not sure if i wasn't sure if i was going to get mauled first or ran over <laughs> like backing blindly up into the street 
And at about this point, I remember hoping somebody driving by would see what was going on and stop to help, you know, hoping somebody, anybody would see. And I distinctly remember, shoot, I may have even said it out loud. I honestly can't remember, but my, I know my thoughts and words were help me, Jesus. Right now, I'm not an overly religious person, but, you know, I, I do distinctly remember either thinking or saying, help me, Jesus. Well, then all of a sudden, lo and behold, suddenly there is this young man standing there beside me on my right hand side. He was very, he very calmly says to the dog something like, hey, easy there, boy. Everything's OK. There's no need for all that. Well, let me tell you. It was just like flipping a switch. That dog went from being this guard dog who was like, you know, was ready to bite me. Now all of a sudden, it's rolling over in submission to this young man who proceeds to reach down and pet this dog who has always been nothing but a vicious guard dog that I have ever seen. And I'm standing here, you know, I'm standing there. I don't even know what to think, you know. So. This dog, he was known for being a fierce guard dog, was now bowing to this young man with, with this gentle voice and looking for all the world like he's the sweetest little puppy on, on God's green earth, you know. Well, at this point, the lady that owned the business and the dog, she comes out, she comes over and she's all, I'm so sorry, you know, and she gets her dog and, you know, she's apologizing profusely and she, she turns and starts to get the dog inside. And, and now here's where things get real interesting. Now, I turned to, to tell this young man thank you and to get his name, but he was gone. Now, I can believe that this young man could have very easily approached me without me seeing him because my eyes and attention were completely on the dog, you know. What I don't know or can answer is this. When the lady came out and got the dog, I looked at her while she was talking. I then looked back over to my right to tell this young man, you know, he was my for real hero. Thank you for helping me. You know, what's your name? But he, he, like I said, he was gone. And now he easily could have showed up unnoticed by me, but there is no way at all. He could have walked away and me not be able to see him. And that well, whole all of area, this ended up. Yeah. That whole area there is completely flat. You can see for a good way. It's wide. Exactly, exactly. Now, it's been probably 20 years easily since I've been in that parking lot. But I know then there's no way he could have walked away without me being able to see him. Yeah, exactly. Because I had a clear view of both the parking area behind and beside the building, the church building, the sidewalk in front of the building, and at least a block up Lee Street behind it. And this dude was nowhere to be seen. He was gone gone he was just gone he had literally just disappeared now my thoughts are that i don't know maybe he was an angel that was sent to help me when i cried out for help i don't know where did he go i, I don't know but i tell you he wasn't there he was there when i needed him <laughs> this dog never i don't think i ever saw that dog I mean, like I said, it was like a sweet little puppy. If you had ever seen this guard dog in guard dog mode, you would know how unbelievably shocked I was to see this dog. You know, the whole thing was just so weird. And so, you know, when it was all said and done, I just kind of shakily walked 
back across the street and got back in my truck and sat there and I'm still looking, trying to find this. I don't know where he went. He disappeared. Was he real? I, I mean, he, he definitely stopped, you know, but, um, and I've since heard that people that have been in that church building have had, um, in, in strange encounters in there. I mean, I don't know, maybe they have, but yeah. Um, um when I was helping out with the, uh, um, downtown Blacksburg with their uh, ghost tour. Um, they, the lady, I, I can't remember. I think it's Stephanie was her name, but um, she sent me a couple stories where uh, the staff at Cabo Fish Taco have said that, uh, that it's definitely haunted there, that people working there will feel like somebody bump up against them and uh, kind of, put their hand on them and then there's nobody there or things like poltergeist type activity stuff will fall off shells and oh wow so maybe well i'll tell you same kind of thing or it's the same area i mean i never had any um well after after my encounter with with the guard dog um it was agreed that the owner you know that she would move her mail delivery from the box on that little building to it being delivered inside the bar in the old church Mm -hmm. So to avoid the dogs and that way we carry carriers. We didn't even go in that back parking lot anymore or, or near the little building. We would just come down Lee and go all the way down to the corner and hang out right there on Main and enter Cabo, which is now Cabo through the front door. And then when you go in there, the bar was in the very back of the building. So you come in the front door and it's way in the back and, um, so that's what we started doing to avoid the dogs. Um, and once inside, you had to walk all the way through to the very back. And uh, there was a spot designated there on the bar where she would, if she had any outgoing mail, that's where she put it. And had any mail for her, you'd set it there. Um, and it was usually, you know, she would just, you know, just a few small lights. And it was always dark in the very front. So I, I could come in from outside and it was bright. She had to stand there a second, let you adjust. <laughs> But there was like a few little small lights in the back around the bar. So, so you know, you walk back through there, um, you know, to get to the bar and drop the mail off. And, uh, you know, but I can remember, I don't remember ever seeing the the lady in there when I came or went after that. But it was always so quiet and empty in there. And it really, it was really creepy. It was like, you know, you talk, you hear like silence so you can just hear the silence. I mean, it was like, mm -hmm. you know, it was like you could hear the silence in there. And something about it just always creeped me out. And I always felt like I was being watched, which, you know, because I, I would look yeah. to see if there was like cameras or something to see if, you know, because I always felt like I was being watched in there. So I never wasted any time. I would just go on back and do my thing and get on out of there. <laughs> you know, I always yeah, felt, been, yeah, you know, I've like a big a relief when I got back out on the sidewalk and out of the building. Yeah. yeah, I've been a couple places like that where it just feels like you're, there's like a million eyes on you and watching you. Yeah, it, yeah, and I would try to, you know, I tell myself, now you're just being silly, you know. I thought maybe mm -hmm. it was just, you know, just nervous from where, you know, I'd had my little traumatic experience out in the parking lot. But uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm, I can believe people are having issues because the, the, it always felt strange in there. It never felt church-like, and, and I used to – you know, I thought about it and I thought maybe, you know, what happens when you take a church and make it a bar, you know, in a college town, uh, you know, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah, it could have upset some former uh, members or something.
it could it very well could i don't know but but yeah i mean as far as this young man that that turned up for to save me um that seemed like something i have good. no yeah that was a good thing you know yeah, and yeah. you know and he was um it, it was just that's one of those things maybe stop and go home. I'm sitting there going, now, I know I just saw this man where, you know, and I'm looking for him. I mean, I really wanted to talk to this man and um, he was just gone. But I tell you, I can close my eyes and I can still see that young man. He huh. was, um, yeah, he, I tell you, he had auburn color hair. And I was forever after that because, you know, usually around the same areas in the neighborhoods, you know, you, you kind of see a lot of the same people. Yeah. I don't think I've ever saw him before or after, but I tell oh. you, it doesn't matter because he was he was there that day, <laughs> and, and that dog good. turned to like putty in his hands. I mean, it was it was it's just a strange experience. I don't know. I don't know what what went on there. Maybe it was something. Maybe it was nothing. But it was very strange. I was well, so I, happy. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a fascinating experience. I hope that uh, you guys, the viewers, also think this was a fascinating experience like I did. Yeah, it was I, a really great story. Yeah. I'm curious what, what the viewers, who they think, do they think he was just, you know, yeah, you know, what were their thoughts? Was a, he was a spirit. Do you think he was a guardian angel? Let, let us know in the comments what you think. And uh, Julie, thank you a ton for coming on again. We'll definitely have to get you on for more stories in the future. I know you've got more. Oh, you're welcome. Anytime. I, I have a few. I have a few up my sleeve. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anytime. Yeah, definitely. Thank you. And uh, remember, if you have a story you would like for us to feature on here, you can email us at uh, spookyappalachia at gmail.com. It's down there in the ticker if you need to see it. Uh, we've got a Google form linked in the description. And also thank you to all of our Patreons, Adam, Alvin, Brandon, Charles, Chris, Danielle, Donald, Jeff, Johnny, Jordan, Julia, Linda, Misty, Cheryl, Taylor, and our content creator Patreon, Scott, who's an author. His link's in the description. Werewolf Radar Podcast, also in the description linked. And our very own Jared King TV, who also does some great stories. Uh, his link's in the description as well. And thank you all for tuning in. And one more time, big thanks, Julie. This was, Thank you for having me. Yeah, definitely. Thank you so much. And uh, we'll catch you all next time. Good night.